Hello and welcome everyone to the Zero Clue Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Owens, and as usual to my right we have uh, the founder of Zero Clue Gaming, Montana Duke. Say hi, Montana. Hey, everybody. And regular contributor, Mr. Zeke Sanchez. Hello. And we are the Clueless. Uh, today, our episode is going to be centered around the new Netflix show, Lost in Space. Now, for those of you who may live under a rock, it came out last week, and... You know, for most Netflix bingers nowadays, that's an eternity. So your spoiler warning's there. We're going to talk about it in detail, or not. We're just going to let this conversation really go where it does. And if you get your feelings hurt because you didn't watch it, it's not my fault. All right, guys. So um, let's just jump right into it, man. Uh, Lost in Space. Let's start with some opening thoughts. Montana, why don't you kick this off? Huh? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was very skeptical going in just because I've seen the Lost in Space movie rendition, and it is um, it's horrendous. It's on Netflix also if you just want to <laughs> you want to torture yourself through a nice so uh, what hour and forty five minutes of just terrible movie. What year did that come out? Ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. What grade were we in? I think I was like. Elementary school. Elementary? Yeah. So like third or fourth grade, maybe? Fourth grade. Yeah. Fourth grade. <laughs> Man. Fourth grade, yeah. That's yeah. about right. So the movie didn't age well. Uh, I don't think it was good when it came Gosh. out. I don't think it's we that didn't it know age. we were in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just pretty sure that it wasn't good back then for its time. All right. So um, that kind of lowered your expectations. But episode one, I was actually pretty hooked. The characters were great. Super relatable being a genius myself of course <laughs> um yeah that's out to jerk <laughs> but no it was a v- super entertaining and yeah just after the first episode the next ones came pretty quickly after well i'm i'm excited to talk about it tonight zeke what what did you think about uh, just some opening thoughts tell us you know expectations or or what you were yeah uh, i mean i went into it pretty blind um i saw the movie years ago but uh having not seen it in about 10, 10, 15 years. Um, kind of went into, I went into the show blind. Um, Are we that old? Fifteen yeah, years, know. God. Um, <laughs> uh, oh. I like I like space sci-fi. Um, so and I enjoyed it. First episode, uh, got through it, and I was pumped. Uh, pumped for the second uh, second episode. Oh, sci-fi definitely um, fits in with our mantra here at Zero Clue Gaming. It, it's right in that world, and I'll probably say that same thing for every episode to come but like this is definitely under our umbrella and i'm excited to to get into it today like y'all said um let's start with the first episode like man just getting to meet the family see the world like everything was just relatable everything was just more realistic like none of this seems really far-fetched it was a pretty grounded series yeah, it wasn't too far out there. It was really nice to see how the different characters reacted to similar situations, like the daughter getting locked in the ice, like how her sister acts, like Judy's going to die in six hours if we can't get her out, and <laughs> mom's freaking out. She's on the brink of death with her leg broken. And <laughs> Well, let's start um, with the world. Like, why are we getting off of Earth? Did y'all like how they set that up? Yeah, I think it went pretty well. Um, like, cataclysmic event, this meteor, it's kind of showering the world and just ruining everything. Yeah. The, 
That sounds like standard sci-fi stuff. I mean, that was fine <laughs> with me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a pretty classic backstory, oh. and you know, the whole premise behind it. I like what they they didn't hint towards this in the first episode. I don't think you might have to correct me, but whenever uh, the, the space program, how you have to apply and test and prove yourself worth a damn to get to go into space and colonize the next spot. I thought that was awesome. Well, yeah. You, like, they hinted, even the characters hint at stuff around that, like, the whole time, like, why, when Judy's telling her to re- bring her some smut, like, why would I bring that to our new world? Like, we're supposed <laughs> to be the best of everything that, yeah. that Earth has to offer, so why would we just bring trash? Yeah. Um, and, and you got into it, man. Uh, Judy, actually, one of my... I think might be my favorite character of the show. Yeah, I'm going to say Judy is probably my number one. Don might be number two. And then Shang Tsung is number three. <laughs> what, what do y'all think? What, uh, tell me some of your favorite characters and why. Um, I'm going to go... Um, I I like Don West. Um <laughs> He was like, just cocky and fun. Cocky, you can't not fun. love him. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I loved him. I mean, carrying around that chicken. Mm-hmm. It was a Debbie. Carrying Debbie. Around, yeah. Carrying yeah. around Debbie. Oh, that's another well, that, good character. That's, yeah, that's a, no, that's just a really good character building moment. Like, this guy's like, I can't leave this chicken behind. Like, he's this macho dude that acts like he's better than everyone, but he shows how much he just actually cares in that small moment. Yeah, and... Debbie was a good character too. She played her part well. Um, um, no man, Don's a really solid choice. I liked him. Yeah, uh, I would say Don. Um, I did like uh, I like Jenny. I thought her kind of her, her character development through the, the series. I mean, you saw you saw some growth in her. I'm kind of curious to see where what what happens in season two. Kind of along with her her growth. What, what now? She when might you be say Jenny, do you mean Penny? I mean Penny. Sorry, not the, Jenny. The middle sorry. sister. Yeah, he's, getting, <laughs> sorry. He's, he's combining Judy and Penny. Judy right? and Penny. Yeah, sorry. All right, Penny, so Penny. The middle and sister. The middle sister. But um, a big shocker for me uh, again. Yes, uh, Shang Tsung. Seeing seeing <laughs> him in the movie, he kind of pops up. Um, I loved it. The good. He's great. Uh, Supporting character. Shoot, if anybody young is actually watching this, they're not even or listening to us. They're not going to know who Shang Soon is. Yeah, but that Mortal Kombat movie—that's one of the top bad movies of all time. <laughs> or uh, if y'all caught uh, Johnny Tsunami, he's the grandpa in Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> yeah. So what's his name in, in this one? His name is uh, Hiroki. Um, yeah, Watami. Watami. No, Watami? I remember the uh, Maureen telling them to go to the Hiroki's uh, Jupiter. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm not going to try to pronounce those names because yeah. I'll just butcher Hiroki, them yeah. in the future. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, those those are awesome characters, really well developed. I liked... Um, Honestly, y'all are talking about the daughters that are great and everything. Really, I think the dad, John Robinson, was a great character. His development and how he came in, he's like, no, I'm in charge, I'm in charge, and I'm in charge, because that's what he did his entire life as a military dude. Like, he ran... He ran shit, and he had to learn how to work with his family and his estranged wife and kids and how to really bring those bonds back in. I really think during the show, I think that he was the one we got to spend the most time with and see the most. So I think, you know, what you're saying, yeah, we we just got to know him better than everyone else. 
But, him and Dr. Smith, I think, honestly, are the two characters oh, we gosh. spent the most time with. I hate Dr. Smith. More on that later. How much I hate uh, Dr. Yeah, Smith. Dr. Smith. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, so so John is one of the tops for you. Anyone else? Um, I like Judy. She's just just for like she's just this really strong female role. She's an eighteen year old doctor. She's going around. She's saving these people's lives. She's putting the. She's really putting one above the many. Like when she totally wastes the entire fuel tank, <laughs> but she cares. She's she would rather find another reason or another way to get off it, and instead of losing one person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know those are those difficult leadership decisions to make when you are eighteen years old. Like you're still, for I, all intents and purposes, a child. I if that was me at eighteen having to make the decision I would just stood there frozen probably yeah, until we lost both no and, and she was a super strong character I, I the thing I loved most about her character was how she stuck out like a sore thumb she's in the middle of this Irish looking redheaded family and there she is with her light skin and her curly ass black hair and we just think that she belongs. I love that. And, you know, maybe I can relate to it because, you know, my oldest, he's half black too. But, I mean, it's just cool. We we accepted her. She was a strong character. She's a Robinson. Yeah. Uh, not much else. Like, and, she's a solid character. Yeah, we don't ex- – they actually don't even mention it till the last episode. But yeah. John just talks about how, like, he cares about her so much. And he's like, this is my adopted daughter, but she's so much like me. Yeah. Like they're they're both that bullheaded, like head first, headstrong, just go in there, get things mm-hmm. done. Ask but she's not as a kid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that just that proves just where where we at where we're at. Um, I mean, with again, um, so honestly, Judy. Yeah, I mean, Judy sticks out like a sore thumb, and as a society, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. As a society that we're in now, yeah. yeah, it's not a big deal. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much. I don't know. She's definitely a top character for me. Um, let's see who's next. You said you said John, Judy. You said Don. Don. And we got Don and Shang Tsung. Which he's <laughs> he's a good he's a good really good supporting character. You only see him here and there. Yeah. But when he comes in, like he, he usually brings something genuine that's that really helps get the characters to where they need to be. Um, which obviously that's why he's a supporting character and that's what they bring him in for but it's not forced ever and that's what I like about the show like none of the situations none of the choices the little things never really seem forced they really flow naturally like a real situation would and you know I want to kind of take how you're going and I want to keep the conversation going that way so this is an adventure show like it's nature versus us right like Mm -hmm. nature's the bad well we ruined nature, and now we were the bad guy on Earth, but now we're trying to save ourselves. And the bad guy's nature is the planet. It's the elements. So I think with that, with all of those things, trying to travel through space, trying to colonize everything, everything that they've met, that was bad enough. I thought like, I would have been fine with that being the bad guy, with seeing those events take place. Yeah, but you have to look at it as a, a show standpoint. When it's a whole family, and most of these people are combat ready and experienced in how to handle situation. Yes, they're going against alien creatures, but in the environments they're around, the alien creatures that they're coming up against aren't that big of a threat. Like the eels, like they ate the fuel, but they weren't that big of a threat 
John took them down with a knife. <laughs> and they're ten foot freaking eels. Yeah. The the bird pterodactyl things in the cave, they can't come out in the sun, so the only time they're a threat is at night. Yeah. And which they never they brought that they, up. They was it they can't see, right? No. Yeah, they were blind. They, they were had, blind, yeah. They just had they could hear it, just like a bat. Echo oh, we learned that actually from Angela, who was actually a pretty good character too, as far as supporting characters. Yeah, someone I was very flat at first, I guess, because she was so traumatized, and then you got to see some different sides to her. I would yeah. say. Um, but yeah, so you know, we have all these elements and things, and I just I loved that part, and the part, the only part that I can really, 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 really bitch about is Dr. Smith. Like, I know she was a key, or I don't think she started as a she. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but on the original Lost in Space, Dr. Smith was just, Actually a Dr. Smith, a, a dude was, named yeah. Dr. Smith. Yes. Okay. And, so, and technically, Dr. Smith was a dude in this show. Yeah. You're you right. could say that you you could say that, but yeah. again, yeah, Parker, yeah, Parker Posey. You know, um, yeah, I understand. We Parker we have Smith. to update the show. I mean, this show is from what what was its run? Sixty five to sixty eight. Sixty five yeah. to sixty eight. Good. Uh, like, my parents were born in sixty one and sixty two. Yeah, like this is stuff our parents really needed to grow. Like they probably <laughs> saw it, like how we see some shows that were before our time. Yeah, but like they didn't. They weren't raised with this show. Yeah, like, so, you know the. the you have to update it for Netflix. I mean, they have, they updated their comic book shows as well. I get that. John was one of the smartest professors and in the world, and now he's a Marine. So, yeah, that, that's fine. You know, some of these updates we don't think about, but the I enjoyed Dr. Smith's backstory. Or not, I keep calling her Dr. Smith. Let me look up her name real quick. No, it only ever says Dr. Smith. Yeah. They... She never really says her real name. No, they, they do. say it. They only say it a couple times, and I just honestly I can't remember it. <laughs> but she just keeps going back and acting like she's Doctor Smith, even Dude, when she's been caught. Somebody look it up real quick. I'll, I'll try to look it up. Don't keep on talking. See, honestly, I think you all are giving Doctor Smith too hard of a time. Well, I like. Yes, her face and hair make you want to punch them in the face. We were talking about <laughs> this earlier. It's such a punchable face. Like she does. She has this weird face hair. Like it's a very. 50s mother hair that I, she has. I do like the backstory. Like, whenever we got to see her interacting with her sister... Yeah, and that really that shows... Awesome. That really showed who she was as a person. Like, she's willing to even backstab her own family to get where she wants. And that's why I like this character. She's someone... Yes, she's not the smartest. She's not the most into it. Like, she doesn't deserve to go to this new world, of course. But she's someone who will, no matter what... Find a way to get by. God, she's yeah. a she's a con artist. That's what she does. She was a pro. And yeah. Any, any fans of uh, of nineties nineties uh, uh, movies? Uh, Selma Selma Blair plays uh, Doctor Smith's sister. Uh, yeah. In the TV show, in the in Lost in Space, so oh. Selma Blair has I believe she's in one or two episodes, which I I loved. Yeah. Super. Oh, so small. she did a cameo. Yeah, she yeah, she has a small cameo. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. Because <laughs> Selma, Selma Blair's character is giving Dr. Smith, the sister, uh, her house. Yeah. And saying, okay. here, I'm going to go to this new planet, you could have my and house. She drugs her, Bell, yeah. Yeah. steals her stuff, takes her uh, little chipman, plans in her arm, and <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to a new world, yeah. which, 
honestly, if I was in her situation, I was stuck in a world that was dying. My only chance is this estranged sister that has hated me in my entire life has always acted better than me. I hate my family. If I'm putting myself in her shoes, I probably would do the same thing. And I think that's another thing the show does really well is they don't make any of these choices impossible. They, they make them all kind of appeal to you like, well, even if I choose the wrong thing, like if you sit down and you honestly ask yourself what you would do, it could, it could go either way. Like, hey, we're, if you want to live, you got to live. Like, <laughs> if, like, the world's ending, like... <laughs> what are we going to do? Exactly. Like, there's only a hand-picked out of millions of trillions of people. Yeah. Sorry, not millions, trillions of people, unless a ton of them died off by the time they're leaving. Yep. I don't know. I don't, we don't get a full picture of how Earth. drastic um, everything happened. And we know Earth is dying... We assume some population has gone down, so we're still in the millions to billions. I mean, there's yeah. seven billion of us right now. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So then, let's get into some favorite moments. Is there anything in the show, like as you were going on, like what really stood out to you? Well, I'll say one character we actually haven't talked at all. And he's probably one of the main focal points of the entire show. Will is Will. Yeah. Yeah. Will was great. He was. Like, he failed the stress test, but when he actually gets put in these real-world situations, these stress tests, he makes the right choices. Like, he saves the robot. Like, he, like he's like, well, if we're both going to die, I might as well let you live. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And with, in return, like, that's how he survives. Like, he put, he did a good deed and saved him, his sister, his ship, his whole family. If, like, <laughs> yeah. if they wouldn't have, if that moment wouldn't have happened, all of them would have eventually died. Uh, Will is definitely, I think, the hero of the show. Yeah. Yep, I'd agree with that. I mean, that is pretty safe Poor to say. Robot. Poor robot. Who they didn't ever name, did they? No, I no, they just called him robot. They, they just called him robot. robot. <laughs> yeah. Seems very impersonal for everything he did for them. Well, to them, too. I don't know. But they but, called um, it a him though. Instead they of did. It's. They did so call that, him. that was that was the big thing. Is they they had some like they started believing him at yeah. one point, and then Doctor Smith takes over him. So uh, what what moment stuck out to you with Will? Um, well, that one. Oh, whenever obviously. he saved the robot, yeah. Um, just the little things. Like honestly, it's more his relationship with the robot that I really enjoyed because he's trying to find this person like he's like he said i never had a friend like you because like he's this kid that's starving for attention because he's never had his dad so he's literally teaching his robot how to play catch with him yeah that was mm, that that definitely me being a baseball fan um there's nothing like playing catch with your dad uh, yeah and so that was a that was probably when, when i saw that on the show i was like well there's a and did y'all see a john get kind of jealous of that yeah, uh, yes, I did notice John was kind of looking out. Well, he even says it at one point after the robot like, goes away for a little bit. He's like, well, now the robot's gone, we kind of spend that time together. When John yeah. was, I mean, uh, Will was trying to tell his dad about the robot and how it destroyed the, the Resolute. <laughs> but he's like, no, the, it's gone, so maybe we can work together and spend some time and actually get to know each other again. So you could tell like his dad was a little jealous of this, literally, this robot that had could save... Danger Robinson. No, Danger that, Robinson. that that um, the boy robot relationship. Watching that sub narrative was definitely a huge part of the show. Uh, Zeke, is there anything that any moments that really that 
interested you more than others? Um, I, w- I would just say just the choices that some of the characters were giving. Um, I think what was said earlier, um, Judy either choosing to save uh, an injured uh, an injured person and risk losing gasoline to get everyone off the planet. Uh, I mean, her having to choose, do I save this person? Yeah. Lift, get this tank lifted up, risk losing all, I mean, losing gasoline to save this person or leave this person to die and, and move on. Yeah. Um, just decisions like that. I mean, what, when, what would you do? It, I mean, are you, I mean, you're really not a bad person for doing either one. It's just what, what, yeah. What would you do? Yeah, and and those real life situations. Those are those situations that really just pound home the the mm-hmm. not really moral ambiguity, but like it's just I don't know how to describe it, but it's I really think it's awesome love real life level decisions that have no wrong answer. And but they don't have a wrong answer, but they have the right answer for us because, like, we see these things happen with these characters, and it makes us love them even more. Like, yeah. it makes it like, you know what? Probably, like, thinking about it, like, those would be the things I would do. Like, when freaking John has to leave Will because he falls down a ravine, he's like, I'll come yeah. back for you because I have to save our other daughter. You're going to be okay for right now. Like, yeah, leaving a, nine, as, leaving a nine-year-old kid out in yeah, the wilderness. wilderness on an unknown planet with... God knows what's out there. And how all of these choices just keep cascading into each other. So if if John doesn't leave Will and go save Judy, Judy can't, you know, fix Mom who can't, you know, then Mom dies and we can't figure out a way to get off the planet. And if Judy doesn't save this one kid, Will doesn't figure out how to get us off the planet. But then, like, it just keeps going and going and going. And they're pretty clever about making it still work out. I mean, if Will was left saved the robot I mean the robot ends up saving uh, Judy I believe yeah. heating, heating the ice so I mean it works out but it's just interesting what, what would have happened if what, what, he, what was changed. Penny's big moment in the show uh, she saved the her love interest I forget the kid's name in the cave with the pterodactyl oh, uh, uh, yeah, um, which I wouldn't say is as big as any of the other ones VJ, VJ? maybe uh, I don't um, remember it but yeah and that's when it shows off um What's her name's kind of glowing moment of saving? Oh, yeah. Angel. Uh, was it An- Angels? So, I don't know. Like, I liked Penny, but, you know. She was, out of all of the characters, like, she was good, but she was flatter than all those. She was a typical, like, 14-year-old teenage girl. She's not that interesting. She has attitude. <laughs> and you just kind of want her to go away most of the time, just like any other 14-year-old kid. <laughs> but then you have characters like Don, who keeps getting thrust into situations he doesn't really actually want to do. I think that might have been my favorite was when um, Don was blind and he had to talk John through trying to signal the Resolute or not the Resolute, the, the other Jupiter. Like yes. that, I think that was probably my favorite moment. I don't, I don't know why. But I just liked that whole sequence. Like, when Don turns around with tears in his eyes, I wish I had a dad yeah. like you. I was just like, <laughs> got me in the feels. Yeah, but he has that moment. But then if you go back a few episodes, and Zeke was thinking about it, is that he's literally trying to sell off where the location of this fuel is so he has a spot on the Resolute and the New World. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Because he had to go back. He had to go back to Earth. Yeah, and I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's yeah. it's these decisions. Like, yeah. he's, it's a sleazy move, but yeah. it's also who the if yeah. if you had the ammo, like, why not freaking go for it? This yeah. is the same person as when they crash on this planet. I mean, he's finding. I mean, dead. Uh, I mean, dead people from the Resolute, and he's, I mean, taking off their shoes. I mean, anything he can get from these... these. I mean, they weren't using them. And, and that's what he was saying. I mean, hey, if they're not going to use them, I mean, they can't use them. Why not let me... I mean, I'll use them. I'll put some use into them. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, why, would, would you not? So I think it's not safe to say this show was a hit. Like, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's going to be as big as all of their other shows. No, it's not. There's, you can't compare it to like Luke Cage and. What about House of Cards? I never Probably watched. not. I oh, I dude, I love House of Cards. It's but, too you know, political for me. I don't think I don't think it'll compare favorably to other other original series. But this is solid. I really enjoyed it. It's a good show you can watch with your family. Like it's not. Yep. It's not vulgar. It's not sexual. It's, it's actually like a nice. Um, it's not a sitcom, but it's a nice family show. It's a show. family show. It's yeah, a yeah. safe family show. That I mean, you can sit down and dad will enjoy it and the kids yeah. will enjoy like, it. How, right? how many shows on Netflix can, I mean, can you do that with? Well, how speaking, many shows nowadays? Speaking nowadays, as, yeah, even nowadays. Yeah, from an actual father's point of view, there is hardly anything I can watch at the same time as my six-year-old. But this he loves. Yeah. So yeah, great. I'm saying it's something that will captivate gets, gets the family, multiple age groups. Gets the family yeah. together. Let's watch this show. So I mean, this this show was a hit. I liked it. Um, yeah, it was uh, good. It's not honestly, it's not lost in space. If you're comparing it to like the original, how things were laid out, how it's supposed to be, it's not. It's not lost in space. It's towards the end is building towards how it should be. Like they're gone away from everyone, just their family and the doctor. I think that'll probably be season two. Yeah, when they're, yeah. they they remember they go to the planet Danger. Yeah, they go to the, they go to the planet that the that the robot drew out in the in the sand. But like, they weren't in the show. They weren't surrounded by all these. They were, they were the only in the show. They were like the only people chosen to do this, and they go off and they mm-hmm. hit this pocket in space and get completely lost. And that's the whole premise: is they're just going back and forth trying to find ways <laughs> to get home, and they don't. Yeah, like they change the doctor. Like it's not Doctor Smith; it's a con artist. The robot was found and it's extraterrestrial in the show like they brought the robot with them like that was the whole reason the doctor joined in on their ship is he was sabotaging that robot to sabotage the entire mission right and again like the movie I mean Dr. Smith does sabotage this robot in the show so I mean and he gets he gets stuck on board and gets pulled along so I mean it there's similarities yeah man so but alright closing thoughts I want I want y'all Let's rate it 1 to 10. For me, I'm going to give it a 7. I think 7 feels safe. It's the first number I thought of. I don't have any real complaints about the show. I don't think I would rewatch it, but I don't think there's anything I didn't enjoy, except for Dr. Smith's face. Yeah, I don't know if I would just sit down like right now and rewatch it. If it came towards like maybe like season two's about to come out. I might rewatch like the last couple episodes just to like see exactly what unfolded again. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't watch the whole show. So same yeah, replayability is not like not like Luke Cage I've watched a couple times. <laughs> but yeah, I I give it a seven and a half. Like it's almost to an eight, but it's not quite there. What about you Z? I have to give it a seven. Uh definitely I mean I I am definitely 
telling people about this show, though, if they haven't seen it. It's yeah. definitely a good show. I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited. I am excited for season two, though. I, I will definitely recommend it as well. Like, I think that's that's kind of what we're going for with, you know, these reviews as well. But, um, so yeah, so that basically wraps it up. I just want to thank anyone who's listening. Um, any closing thoughts, guys? No, just... Uh... Make sure to come check us out at uh, Zero Clue Gaming. That's on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, if you want to email and talk to us a little bit, it's uh, also ZeroClueGaming at gmail.com. Um, we're going to be on SoundCloud. We're going to be on Anchor. And we'll possibly be on a couple others. Um, if you want to know, I'll be putting those out on our social media. So more reason to check those out. But that's all I got. And Montana also streams on Twitch. Oh, yeah. I do that also. What days? Tuesday? Um, I actually will end up ah, almost every morning now at least stream for an hour or two. Sometimes they're shorter, sometimes they're longer, just depending on what I got going on that day. But most mornings, if you're in, uh, was it, Texas? <laughs> Central, Standard, Central. Central Standard Time. There you go. About 10 to 12 every day. Just go to Twitch, look up Sir Beardington 20 and um, come see my beautiful face. Come see his beautiful face. Because that's all I got to offer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. And um, hopefully, we're going to be back and talking about something bigger and better next week. Good night.